Hey everybody, Ben and Nas here, uh, Flow State podcast number eight today. We're titling this podcast, Tis the Season, um, aside from the fact that it's almost Christmas, and which is definitely my favorite time of year, mainly because of the Christmas music I get to play and abuse for the next few weeks. Uh, the topic is called Tis the Season because we feel like it's a, a time of year where there are some important things we must do. One of those things and according to the, the poll we had on Instagram, is uh, it's time to let go. What that means to me, and uh, I'm sure our opinions will differ, but letting go of uh, things that may have happened throughout the year that you hold on to. Um, I know that some things I've held on to in the past, particularly at holiday time and, and moving into a new year, has inhibited me from moving forward, whether it's uh, financially, mentally, sometimes physically, bad habits in particular. Um, letting go of some people. I think the the basis of this podcast came from a conversation that Nas and I had recently about letting go of certain people, um, whether they be a negative influence, uh, whether their attitude brings you down somewhat, and we've actually spoken about that in previous podcasts. But to me, letting go, uh, there's a multitude of things that I want to let go of moving into 2018. Uh, the habits that I have that that hold me back, uh, some of the routines that I, that I can't seem to shake. Um, but yeah, as I mentioned previously, certainly there are some people and some uh, attitudes that I surround myself with that may not allow me to move forward as, as much as I'd like and maybe be as productive and as, as happy and positive as I'd like. What about you, Brian? You yeah, I think um, 100%. And with it being close to the holiday season and obviously New Year's being around the corner, often it's a time of year where people sort of reevaluate their life and look at things that they want to achieve or look at things that they want to start doing from the start of the new year. However, not many people actually take the time to look at their current situation and look at their current life and look at the things that they need to remove in order to make space for the new habits that they want to build. Because often what happens is people will set themselves new goals or add things that decide on certain things that they want to add into their routine and implement without making space for them by taking anything else out. So for the first week or two of January, it's all good because people are motivated, people are high on energy, they're pushing themselves so much extra because of that motivation. But what happens after a couple of weeks is you start burning out and because of all the extra things you've added, you think, wow, I really can't cope with this or, you know, this is stressing me out. And then you find by the end of January or the start of February, people are then letting go already of their New Year resolutions and going back to their old habits because they didn't get rid of the old in order to implement the new. I agree. Um, and it's interesting you bring that up quite early in the podcast, but recently I listened to uh, a YouTube clip from Dandipani, if you recall, we listened to his London Yeah. Video. So for those of you listening, there is a monk slash guru yeah. named Dandipani, and I hope one day he actually gets to listen to this, but he, he brought up a good point, and that is that uh, we certainly have a, a finite amount of time in our day, uh, a finite amount of energy. So if we can liken it to a computer's hard drive, mm -hmm. there is only so much space we have or output we have of, of the energy that we, we consume and, and use. And so it's important that the energy that we, we use each day is used wisely. And you just mentioned that there's need to, a need to make space for the things that we want to uh, bring into our lives. Yeah. I, I like the idea that uh, we need to clear out 
some of the perhaps negative things or even just the stuff that we, we don't necessarily need in our lives in order to make space for that. Yeah. Failing to do so, I think, means that you don't change your paradigm. And, and for those of you that are, are new to the word paradigm, it's just another fancy word for belief systems. Without changing your belief systems, it's very easy to slip back into the, the norm, I guess, what would mm-hmm. be deemed as the norm for you. And so in order to move forward and let go correctly, the first thing needs to be uh, reset the yeah. subconscious or embed some new stuff. Uh, I think the, the right term for it would be auto-suggestion yes. based on what we've been reading at the moment. Yeah. So I think my main piece of advice about letting go, rather than just saying bring some new stuff into your life, would be allow some space first. So I'm really glad you brought that up quite early. But what sort of things would you recommend we do then to, to make space and, and to create some new habits going into the new year? I think personally that it means start now. And we brought it up in a podcast uh, that we did recently about not waiting for the 1st of January to begin your new um, journey, I guess. Yeah. You may as well begin now. And, and I've been doing so and so have you and it's been huge for me. I'm already halfway towards some of my 2018 <laughs> goals that I set for yeah. January because I started a month ago. Um, do you have any suggestions on how we can reset the, the paradigm and make some space in terms of that finite amount of energy that we do have? You know, one um, analogy that we chatted about the other day is look at your life as if you were looking at your diet. Mm. Now, if you make a decision Mine's that, you know, you're eating, <laughs> you're eating unhealthy or you're not feeling good, right. you're not just going to... And currently you're eating a bunch of burgers, you're drinking every night, you're on the chocolates and on the ice cream... You're not going to say, okay, well, more veggies and chicken breasts and avocados are healthy, so I'm going to add that to my current diet and it's going to help me feel better. If you don't remove the bad things that you're eating, the good things that you're adding are not really going to have any sort of positive impact on your life. So in order to be able to add the good to what you're currently doing, you need to actually sit back and look at the things that are not so good for you and you need to remove them. The same way when you're changing your diet, um, for example, you identify what foods are causing you harm, yes. be it physically, be it mentally, you know, what are, what are you putting into your body that is preventing you from having the body that you want or feeling the way that you want or causing you illness. Mm. And then the first step is to remove those items from the diet. So do the same with your life or the way you spend your time. Look at the activities that you're doing that don't make you feel good or that are not in line with where you want to be. Look at the people who are draining your energy rather than helping you get where you want to be and identify all of those things objectively. So before you can start adding the new habits, you need to get rid of all the toxicity within your life. And then you start adding the little things that are in line with your goals. And what you'll find is by clearing up the space, you then have more time. So you're able to actually put your energy into achieving the things that you want sure. without you know, overworking yourself or stressing yourself out too much. I think there's one thing that I'd, I'd separate as a difference between uh, the diet analogy and real life. Yeah. And that is that there really is no space for slip-ups in yeah. terms of uh, who you allow back into your life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, with a diet, it's, it's easy for me to uh, have the discipline to, to do the right thing for a period of time, particularly if I have um, a sporting event coming up or something like that, or I want to feel good. Uh, but then I do have times 
take now for example where I'll eat whenever I feel like yeah. and that allows me uh, to fall back into a position where I go oh man I really want to get fit again or I, I really yeah. want to be healthy again yeah. I don't think there's room for that when we look at it from a life point of view I don't think it's healthy for us to do all the right things for 6 months of the year or 11 months of the year mm-hmm. and then in month 12 uh, get the message from the ex-girlfriend or from the <laughs> friend who wasn't necessarily a good influence on us yeah, yeah, that yeah. then I think that has more of a detrimental effect than what a diet would, would you agree with that? 100% because so, once yeah. you slip back into those routines I guess you get back on that same frequency and that's right it becomes easier to start associating, your, associating yourself with those people who obviously don't hold themselves to certain standards or might want to bring you down and that's going to have a snowball effect on anything else so it's very important to learn to say no do it politely you don't have to you know be harsh to anyone or go out of your way to hurt people but realize where you're going and realize what's good for you and what's not good for you as well as the fact that that then becomes a comfort thing yeah it's a lot more comfortable to allow the messages from those particular people Mm -hmm. uh, asking how your year's been or what you're doing for christmas it's a lot more comfortable to succumb to a Saturday night out yeah. um, with people who don't really have as much direction as you. Yeah. Uh, and I've been certainly guilty of that, of all of that in, mm. my, in my past. Um, the first step for me, and, and just so everyone is clear, it's a, it's a process. You're not going to get it right the first two months. Yeah. It's going to be very difficult if you're in a situation where you have toxic people in your life to simply shut them out from, from day dot. It's uh, yeah, like I said, it's a process, and I think it's one of those situations where you can just tread lightly, mm-hmm. uh, slowly make your make your excuses. Um, I've I've done that actually recently, and and stopped replying to messages as often, yeah. stopped uh, saying yes to invites, and it comes back to let's take it from a spiritual standpoint where we attract the things and people that we think about most when you give no attention. To those particular people when you give no attention to those situations they show up a lot less and uh, it makes a lot more space for positive new and refreshing people I agree with that 100% so would you say how did you go about identifying those particular who? people or yeah who like what what sort of things <sighs> did you look at or what did you take into consideration because I'm sure that's something that our listeners will be curious about you know for for me personally I think I had a hunch already yeah and the the problem I had is that I was uh, able to identify it but did nothing about it yeah so it's the people who send me a message when they need something or want to catch up with me when it suits them Uh, it's the people that know the direction that I have in my in my life and my career my sports Mm -hmm. and whatever and still uh, have I guess audacity to ask me if I want to go out on the weekend yeah. um, it's the people who know that I might be on a diet at the moment and send me a, a photo as funny as they think it is of say a burger and fries Yeah. you know we've said it before in previous podcasts but those sorts of things don't serve me and my purpose Yeah. and so it becomes an easy decision when I think about where I want to be uh, if I could break it down a little bit more the excitement that I get when I think about what I'm going to achieve in 2018 mm-hmm. far outweighs the comfort of allowing those people to be in my life. Uh, when I think about all of the th- goals that I've set, 
I look at the people who I'm currently hanging around or have been previously and go, okay, of these people, which ones are A, supportive of my, mm-hmm. my grind, B, helping me to get there, and C, if they're not, and they don't have to be helping you to get to a certain place. There's, yeah. there's room for people in your life who are simply great people. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to tell our listeners to get rid of people unless they have a, a, a positive impact yeah. on their goals. What I'm saying is there are people who, whose mindset and whose same old story that they keep telling you and themselves may not allow you to progress forward. And when I identify that, and slowly but surely I've started to simply ignore them, give no attention to them, and if I need to, I'm just very polite and, and make my excuses. That's been great for me. And I think one of the important things to note is sometimes it's the people who you turn to when you're looking for comfort (laughs) that in fact have the worst influence on you because you know maybe you're not dedicating everything or fear of failure is currently holding you back from putting all of your energy into achieving a particular goal or following your path and rather than facing the discomfort of putting a hundred percent into that Sometimes it becomes very easy to just start hanging out with certain people again and surrounding yourself with people whose ambitions don't match yours Mm. so that you fit into that kind of zone of comfort. You then compare yourself to the people that you're around and you think, okay, I know deep down that I'm not putting my maximum effort into getting where I want to be, but I'm still putting more effort than everyone around me is or these people don't even have big goals or big ambitions so that helps you feel better yes about yourself whereas if you associate with people who make you feel a little bit uncomfortable not in a bad way but in the way that you know if you have a group of people where you catch up with weekly and every week they're talking about the pro the progress that they've made in a particular area of your life it sort of causes you to look back at yourself and think you know what have i done this week yes and by holding yourself up to that standard or surrounding yourself with people who are pushing you, it doesn't have to be in the same endeavor, but just people who are constantly growing or looking to grow, you're then able to program that into yourself because for you to feel comfortable around your friends, you want to have a little bit of progress to share or you want to talk about what you've improved on. And what will happen is even if there's five of you all focusing on five different things, every time you catch up and you talk about what you're doing, you're increasing everyone else's knowledge. So you're all sort of helping each other level up as it is. And you're being held accountable. And you're being Mm -hmm. held accountable. But like you said, it doesn't necessarily have to be financial or it doesn't have to be sporting. You know, there are some people who do some admirable work when it comes to helping others or, you know, when it comes to giving back or they have you know, real compassion or kindness and it's still something that you can take from. Yes. So look for people with the qualities that you want to grow within yourself. Absolutely. And surround yourself with those people so that it's going to have a rub-off effect on you. I think um, the other thing is, given that, and I think everyone by now understands that uh, we are all vibration. Yeah. So that being said, we vibrate on the same frequency as the things and people that we currently uh, mm-hmm. put out. Yeah. So the energy that we are, are, are giving off is, is the same energy that we attract back. What yeah. goes out obviously must come back. We attract others who sympathize with us on all levels of our life. 
So if you're in a position where you feel sorry for yourself or like you you need some sort of, uh, I guess, pick-me-up or affection, then you'll attract those sorts of people into your life. And I think only once you start looking for the challenges from people and the accountability from people that you'll come across them. Um, and that was a, a real big uh, shock for me, especially mm. we've spoken about this before, actually, privately. When you start to, I guess, see, see it for what it is and see the people around you for who they, who they are, yeah. you can start to filter out the people who may only look to you for that comfort. Yeah. Um, and then you, you, you'll find that there are people who come into your life who uh, are there for all the right reasons. Yeah. And I think one very important lesson which we've learned and we've touched on briefly in a few of the other podcasts and we've talked about it a lot is talking about everything vibrationally on frequencies. Sometimes people will sort of raise their frequency to match yours for a period of time. Yes. And for that particular period of time, you find that you connect really well and you vibe really well and everything's going well and you become close or you form a close bond. And then what happens is the other person might go back down to doing certain things that they used to do, which are things that are not really helpful to you. And even though you find, you feel that discomfort or discontent in your relationship, whether it be a partner or a friend or whatever it is, because you form that bond and you feel a sort of closeness or maybe duty to that person, rather than cutting ties with them when they become toxic or become bad for you, you allow them to then drag you back down to that level in order to sympathize. <laughs> yes. And I think one of the most difficult yet important things to do is be able to actually realize that and be able to make the decision to, you know, either cut ties or try and bring that person back up. But you can't save everyone. You know? right. So make an honest Good effort, you can't but anything. you can't spend too much of your time or your energy trying to help someone else when they don't want to help themselves. Yes, and then, well then the question I have is how do you have that difficult conversation, whether it be with, let's say for example, it's, a, it's a, someone you're dating or, yeah. or a friend that you have who um, you've hung out with for a long time. If they become that toxic person or you start to see that they're not really who you thought they were, what's a, what's a how do you bring that up? Because I, I, I know that there'll be people who are going, it's all very well and good that we say this on a podcast. What experiences have you had where you've needed to either A, have the conversation or B, simply uh, sever the ties or, or, or make, your, make your space from that person? I think it depends on um, how close a bond you have to the person. Yep. And if it's someone, like you said, a spouse that you are pretty serious about or it's a friend that you've been through a lot for, I think you can sort of judge people's character and you can tell if their behavior or what they're doing is sort of temporary yes. or, you know, if that's an actual reflection of who they are. And if you can realize that it's out of character for someone, then, and they're close enough to you, I believe that if they, re if it is really worth something maintaining, that if you sit down with them and have an honest conversation they should value enough to respect that, have a listen and realize if they choose not to, then that's just a reflection or, you know, it just reaffirms they need to cut ties. Yeah, good call. Because if they don't value your opinion when you're telling them something that's beneficial towards them, then there's really nothing you can do. And maybe one day they'll realize 
you know what's going wrong with they'll re- they'll actually realize that what you said was coming from a good place yes and they'll decide to make amends and apologize or come back but you can't keep on wasting your energy on people that are of no benefit mm. to you because we have a finite amount yeah. of energy to put into getting where we want to be as well as uh the fact that life will keep showing those people the same lessons yeah. until such time as they uh, can see it for themselves and decide to change. And by wasting energy on people that are not helping us, we're actually doing the people that are important to us a disservice because that same energy could be put into you know something mean- meaningful, whether it means achieving a goal, which is to provide for your family or building another relationship, spending time with your kids, yeah. you know, pursuing your passion. So all the energy that you're putting into negative people is something that you could be putting into growing something else. I've enjoyed this. It's been good. I think we should quit while we're ahead. This has been one of my favorite podcasts so far. Yeah, and I think uh, our next one will probably be New Year. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you that are listening, um, I know there there may not be many, or there might be a lot for this one, but yeah. thank you very much for taking the time to listen to what we have to say. I wish you all a Merry Christmas and... Uh, have a safe holiday have season a safe holiday. and we'll speak to you in the New Year. Okay, thank you. Bye.